all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Well, 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 welcome back to the show. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. 15 minutes of special, relevant subjects and topics. 15 minutes. Let's get into this. If you just tuned in, I had a special announcement about the immigration update that's going on in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois, which is not good. It seemed to be getting worse. And I, of course, put in what I like to call my two cents and what I feel about it. And if you know, when I talk about things, I just like to talk about things broadly, why things happen, not only the wrongness and who is affected. I go by why I believe it's affecting and going this way. And I try to hold everybody, including myself, accountable. If we are accountable. If not, I don't have nothing to say. So I said something about that. That might tick a lot of people off. I don't do that purposely, but that's by me being a man of God. I have to be fair and just look at things. Either way I go, don't get me wrong. It is wrong the way the blacks are getting treated. Very wrong. I, no doubt. I'm not saying it is not the way the blacks and a lot of lower-class Latinos are getting played. They get played. They get played. At least try to be fair in your distribution, even though it's, even though it's still a taxpayer's money. You're doing the blacks wrong. Mayor Brandon Johnson and who else is behind this because he's not the only one. He's part of the, you know, he's a big part of the problem, but he's, you know. And then I just let loose the evilness on the wrong that's being played on black people at all. But I got the address. You must look at yourself and see the part, the big part that as black people that we played a part in this. And I ended, and you know what I ended with. Now, I'm off that. Let's get back on this series I was talking about. Pauline Rejectors. Pauline Rejectors. What do I mean by that? I'm trying to do, I'm doing a, uh, a, a, a series. I don't know how long it's going to take. So, bear with me. I'm doing a series on uh, men and women or people in general that rejects the teachings of the Apostle Paul. And the last several shows I've been dealing with that, you know, with my opinion and my breakdown, and also I'll let you listen to a video by audio yesterday by this young lady, Caucasian woman. Her name was Christine Burke or Christy Burke, something like that. The, the, uh, the naive, not well explanation, I, I say, of her reason of not believing or calling out Paul and calling him the Apostle Paul uh, a heretic and different things like that. Some people call him worse names from what I heard. But, you know, and it was not it was not good if you listen to that. If not, please go back and uh, check those out uh, several shows back and just listen to that. I wish I could have interviewed with her because I would have questioned her quite a bit. I would have questioned her and tried to get to what is her real motive. I would have done that. But unfortunately, 
that didn't happen and it may not never happen. But for the time being, I like you to go check it out because I only got 11 minutes left. I can't get into that. You have to go back and check out what was going on. Now, I'm going to do another video from another uh, Pauline rejector. I don't know if he's from a Muslim. I don't know if he's a, from Judaism. I don't know yet because I haven't looked at the same interview. I can't look at those, uh, not interview, but uh, those segments a long time because they'd be so much off course. I could see if they had a really good, credible argument that make you say, hmm, maybe got a point. But the ones I have been listening to, they do not. They stuck in one hole. Just like I said, that young lady was stuck in the red letter writings of Jesus. And anytime you try to refute that why another person should be doing this or saying this, going comparing verses, you got to get out of that hole. You got to look at the word of God as a whole. You got to do your research. You got to, you got to know about your context, the when and why, why Paul was teaching his way compared to why Jesus was teaching his way. You got to understand the dispensation, the administration. You got to understand what audience each individual was talking to and why and when and why the messages were different. And if you don't do all that, you go by your own opinions and your feelings and your own conclusions, you're going to sound like this young lady. And I kept reiterating, if she was in a court of law, they would have threw her case out. They would have threw her case out. But she didn't have nothing to fall on. She didn't have no evidence or nothing like that. It was mostly, I feel, this is my conclusion. And if I, if I, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think. See, that's a no win. That's a no win, you know. Okay. The Apostle Paul, the Apostle of the Gentiles. Remember, I have been, especially when I first was saved, Paul's teachers always touched me. And I, I read his book several times since my over 30 years of salvation, over and over. And so I know Paul's format and what he teaches. Even but the last five years, going on five years, when I started learning how to rightly divide uh, dispensationally, knowing the term dispensation. And when Paul, I'm talking about the terms why Paul used dispensation, not like a lot of grace teachers that use, seem like they use dispensation for everything, which I think is inaccurate. But I'd like to go back why Paul used those terms four times. Not to make an occult or another denominational name out of dispensation while I believe some grace teachers do that. They wear it out. You know. I'm not saying they're wrong, but I think some of them just uh, use it out of context as well. You know, when I listen to certain teachers, and I listen to several of them, and I try to be a little different, I try to, with my limited knowledge of dispensationalism, I try to keep to the context and try to follow along why Paul used it. Now, I understand the concepts of the different dispensations in the different times. I'm not talking about that. That's accurate. I'm just saying why Paul used it. You know, I try to stay in context of why he used it. 
You understand what I'm saying? So people won't think it's another denomination and it sound like some type of occult or something. Because you say it so many times, it don't sound it don't sound no different than being a Calvinist or covenant theology or whatever, oneness or you know, menotheisms and all that other stuff. It sounds like another denomination or an occult. You understand what I'm saying? Now that's not what I'm here to talk about. Uh the Apostle Paul's message is unique. The young lady, Christy Burke, even admitted that Paul is somewhat mysterious. He's not mysterious to me, but I understand what she means. Mysterious in a way only because his teaching and his doctrine is not lined up, according to her, with Jesus' earthly doctrine. Now, both of them are sound doctrine. Both of them are sound doctrine, but they can only be applied separately, not together. They can only be applied separately, not together. What Jesus was teaching in his earthly ministry is sound doctrine and truth. And what Jesus is teaching through Paul, heavenly ministry, is sound doctrine and truth. The reason I didn't say Paul, because Jesus is speaking through Paul. He's the one revealing the message to Paul. For Paul to say. That's why I say is both of them are messages of Jesus. Jesus, earthly ministry, is the ministry to the disciples and the little flock. And Jesus' heavenly ministry, ministry through the apostle Paul. Jesus' teachings, how he taught the 12 apostles in his earthly ministry, is Jesus. Jesus' teachings. I taught the Apostle Paul and the other followers of Paul and the apostles that Paul spread it out and the heavenly ministry. See, it's all Jesus. And that's why people are so confused. They look at Paul like Paul is the long ranger and Paul is making up these things only for one reason, because it doesn't line up to a lot of people and some traditional believers the what Jesus taught. Not understanding it's still Jesus, but it's the finished work of Jesus. Finished work. See, you have a beginning work of Jesus, the earthly ministry, and you have the finished work of Jesus, which is not the same. One is predominant to Israel, Jews, and the other, the finished work is predominant to the Gentiles, the world. Two different gospels, two different programs. They sound different because they are different. But both of them are the words of Jesus. So when a person says, I don't follow Paul, I, I follow Jesus. What you are saying without even knowing it is you don't follow Jesus, but you follow Jesus. <laughs> this is basically, well, I know that sounds crazy, but that's what it, it, it concludes to. Once you put in a perspective and what's going on, you're actually saying you don't follow Jesus because you follow Jesus. I don't like how Jesus talked this way because Jesus is not saying the same thing that he said in his earthly ministry. Now, I know you're not saying that consciously or whatever like that or looking at it that way, but that's basically the way it leads to when you say you don't like the teachings of Paul or you don't follow Paul. Even though Paul, which was told by Jesus, was led, follow me 
as I follow Christ. Only as he follow Christ. He's letting you know what he doing, what he does, what he teaches, how he teaches is a form of following Christ. It's only Christ. Paul is very straightforward in all 13 in his letters why he do or why he is able to do what he do. He never self-claimed and said it was all about me. It was about my own power. He even mentioned one time if it was his own will, he wouldn't be doing it. But it's the will of God why he does this. See, a lot of people don't even read that and notice that. It's all about Jesus. Paul's teaching is all about Jesus just as much as Jesus' earthly ministry. The only difference is Jesus' heavenly ministry, a different program, a different dispensation. See, ladies like uh, Christine Burke and Judaism and a lot of other traditional uh, people that uh, call themselves anti-Paul, I'm just calling it the anti-Pauline, they don't know about the two programs. They don't get it about the mystery. Even though they read a lot of Paul's letters, they still don't understand the mystery compared to the prophecy program. And that's what a lot of confusion, I, I keep saying this, is going on when somebody has an issue with the teachings of Paul. See, when you go word from word, like this young lady was doing, and saying that Paul contradict what Jesus was teaching, I say, yes, he was contradicting what Jesus was teaching. It was good that he was, because they're two different programs. You just let's just say you have a certain law you've been following for years in your city and the Democratic Party. Then another party, Republican Party, comes. What they're going to do? They're going to change the whole ideology and a whole outlook and a, a, a whole new, another direction what they want to go for their system and administration. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? So it's going to be very different of thinking and ideologies or directions from each party. When it comes to a democratic way and a Republican way or whatever, Republican way or whatever, okay? It's the same with this. You could look at, I'm gonna get back to this, and I'm gonna try to break it down the best way I can because I'm gonna talk about Moses' calling compared to Paul's calling, okay? We're gonna get onto that in the next episode of Body of Christ Real Talk. Stay tuned. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.